Welcome, everybody, to Salute Your Sports. This is Score. This is CVH. We got a lot to talk about today. A lot of NBA. Big time NBA. Big time NBA. A lot of happenings. One big happening. It's August, and the NBA is still with us. It is yet to go away, and it never will. No, it's it's here to stay. And it should always be here. We've got everyone's favorite television show, Hard Knocks, to talk about. Before before we get started, Chris, where can people find us? Yeah, our website is saluteyoursports.net. You can find us and like us on Facebook. Just suit search Salute Your Sports. Our Twitter handle is at saluteyourpod, and you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Mm, real good. All right, Chris. Actually... I want, to, I want to bring up a topic real quick off, really? the, Go off ahead. the top. Go so, ahead. Off the top uh, rope. <laughs> off the top rope. I'm surprised in court with this. On my way over here, yeah. I sent you a message and said, on my way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the immediate response was eggplant. <laughs> so here's my question. What was I texting? Were you responding from your watch? No. Okay. So you're responding from your most frequently used yep. emojis. <laughs> I have I get a lot of thumbs ups from you. Oh yeah. So I have to assume that thumbs up is number one and eggplant <laughs> is number two. Is that is that what I'm led it's to a believe? Pretty good chance. Yeah. Uh, my I'm going to the Tigers game tomorrow, <laughs> and my buddy Johnny he texted me and was like, jokingly was like, I'm so fucking hard to go to this Tigers game. <laughs> Anyone it. who knows Johnny, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just him being sarcastic. And so I sent him the eggplant emoji and then the eggplant emoji with the water coming out of it. Perfect. Yeah. And then you got an and eggplant emoji. And I got emoji. an eggplant emoji. I was like, what am I walking into here? <laughs> oh, great yeah. side topic. Yes. Ah, damn it, Chris. As soon as I did, I was like, oh, oh, can't take that back. Um, Chris. <laughs> Chris. The NBA fans have an eggplant emoji right now. It's true. It's true. Let's talk about the separation of Kyrie Irving and LeBron James. Yeah. Kyrie got traded yesterday to the Boston Celtics for Isaiah Thomas. Really interesting. I mean, that's great. Yep. Drafted the same year. Yeah. Quite first, a, first and last pick. Yep. First and last pick. Quite a difference in age. One's 25, one's 29. Because mm-hmm. um, Kyrie played like two games at Duke. Yes. Um, uh, Crowder. Zizic. Yep. And the Brooklyn pick. Brooklyn pick. Unprotected. Unprotected. First round pick. Going back was just Kyrie, right? Just Kyrie. That's yeah, I mean, hey. Yeah. That's what it takes. Yep. You're getting a twenty five year old top of his game. I mean, mm-hmm. real probably isn't even at the apex yet. Yeah, good good, good scoring part mm-hmm. Although Isaiah yet yeah, last year was a better scoring, more efficient yes. scorer. But Kyrie has hit some oh, eggplant-inducing shots <laughs> I guess in the it, NBA Finals. Yes, yes. The, on the biggest stage. Um, and it, I, I think the big thing is they play a similar game mm-hmm. where they just attack the rim, but Isaiah drives his body into people where Kyrie just like, he's like the David Copperfield of the NBA. Yeah, he's got that old man game. He just game. Like flips it over his head. It's crazy. Yeah, it's the craziest shots. Like the harder the shot, the more likely it is to go in. Right. So who, in your opinion, won this trade? Hmm. I, th- I think that it's the rare trade where both sides accomplished what they wanted. I agree. And it's crazy because they're they're rivals. Yes. That you know that they saw this and they're like, "All right, this is mm-hmm. you know, this is what makes sense for both of us." Um no shade thrown to Isaiah Thomas. He was spectacular last year, but 
Ainge finally got the big time superstar through a trade yep. that he'd been looking to get. He's got him for two years. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that that getting Kyrie and getting Gordon Hayward, adding that to Al Horford and drafting Jason Tatum and, and a- you know. And Marcus Morris, mm-hmm. you know, like they've had, you know, I still think uh, one thing that jumps out to me is the dodging of contracts. Correct. Right? Yes. Like, um, didn't want to pay for Bradley. Nope. Right? Which the Pistons will gladly do. Yes. Um, thank you. Um, did not want to pay Isaiah. That seems readily apparent. That now. seems to be the biggest thing. And so he's like, well, I got someone who I think, I think probably can be as a, efficient as he was. Mm-hmm. Cause the difference is Isaiah was a whole offense. Right. As opposed to playing on a team with LeBron. Um, who's younger that I have for two years and who is yet to get banged up. Yeah. I mean, well, Kyrie has had some serious he injuries. Had the knee, though, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. He, he had a, I mean, he's been pretty durable right. the last few years, but he usually does. I mean, he missed the the, the first time in the finals. He mm-hmm. was knocked out. Yeah. That knee injury was pretty, that was pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's bigger. Let's say he has had less, I mean, like the broken jaw, the hip. Yeah. I don't know. Like the hip, the hip bothers me. The yeah. hip scares me. Right. That's a, I, that's an injury time, that's ended careers. Yeah. I'd have a hard time giving someone $125 million contract. Who's, whose hip is separated from their body. Like fucking Bo Jackson. So correct. Especially when they're, you know, smaller than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, is, uh, right. you know, if his, if his athleticism were to fade, right. That would be a big time. Well, how problem. do you know? So we talked about it via text, like, you know, there's some concern around the physical and whether or not that's going to veto the trade. Um, But let's say he passes the physical. What if he doesn't have the same burst? Yeah. Hip injuries are nasty, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, but that's it. Look, I think that Cleveland needed to get something for Kyrie. And I think what they got was, a pretty decent package when you consider they have a superstar, mm-hmm. right? I mean, definitely last year, Isaiah Thomas was a superstar. Yeah, he was a borderline MVP candidate. Yeah, yeah. Um, they get Crowder, and they get that pick, mm-hmm. and they get Zizich. Zizich, we'll we'll see. Zizich had a tough summer league. Yeah, I know. He, you know, he's a little bit of the old school center. Like, How what do you what do you do with him? He's young, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, he's like. Um, and he comes from the Serbian league, yep. where which also produced like Saric and uh, Jokic, I think. And Saric took time, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, mm, he's twenty, man. I'd take a flyer. Yeah, seven foot tall, worth it. Twenty years old. Yeah, I take a flyer on it. So you know, and, and then they have the pick, mm-hmm. you know, and so there's been a lot of talk about how bad Brooklyn is. Um, you know, they've added some good players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're certainly not as bad as they were yeah. this past season. Right. They've and, been aggressive. And there's been some talk about the, is it the Phoenix pick that Boston has? Boston has. Because they traded down in the draft. No, they have the Lakers pick. Lakers pick. That's, I think, top. Top three? I think it's just top one, top two protected. Okay. yeah. And then they've got, if that, if that, you know, doesn't that's hit, right. then it becomes the Kings unprotected. That's right. That's maybe right. just number one protected the next year. So that's that. But that's sad. That like they're still. I think they. I think there's a chance they might have liked that pick better. Yeah, it certainly makes it easier to right. 
you know, you're still going to get a shot in the lottery. Yeah. And like you had, I mean, why not use one of those picks to try to get a superstar, mm-hmm. like a super young superstar? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, we're going to find out opening night. Yeah. You, you know, know, super loser in all this is the Indiana Pacers. Oh my God. Who traded Paul George for a bag of pucks. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> for five cents on the dollar. Yeah. Yeah. I, like if you're a Pacers fan and you're seeing like what is the collusion that's going on? There's like a, there's a lot of conversations around. Oh yeah, yeah, we could get into that real quick. Like right, that the, the Pacers are accusing the Lakers, yeah. specifically Magic Johnson, tampering, tampering with Paul George. Yeah, and Bessie broke that story. Yeah, from his uh from his rocking chair, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> powered up his uh his compact presario and just started typing away. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I mean. I don't know. I just it seems so strange to me that they got like nothing. Yeah. For Paul George. Zilch. Mind you, I don't think I think Kyrie has a higher ceiling. Like I think he's definitely looked at a higher valued player. I you know, it's it's funny, like if you were if you were the Pacers and Boston called you and it's like, we'll give you Crowder, right, Zizich. Yep. And the number Brooklyn for Paul George. Do you think they got the same offer? I don't know. I'm just, I just like, that's a way better, that's way better than what they got for. Oh, for sure. F- from uh, OKC. I bet they wouldn't have thrown in Zizic. Yeah. Or maybe they threw in Zizic and not the pick. Yeah. I'd, it's yeah. one of those things was missing. I yeah. think for sure Crowder was in that. Yeah. But I feel like that something was missing from that pick. So, I mean, aside from IT, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, I don't know. The Pacers just seem like they got fleeced. They just, yeah. That's just what it seems like. So this is going to set the table, right? I mean, let's talk about the starting lineups. Okay. Let's dig in. So so Kyrie's point guard. And again, it's the, the lineups in this league are becoming less and less of a thing. Positionless sports as a whole, aside from like baseball, you know, are really becoming a thing. And you're looking at it and you've got Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Some would say Jalen Brown. I don't know. Yeah, I think Brown's probably your other guard. Right. And you got... Then you're going to go... Do you go Hayward? Hayward, yeah. Hayward's, you go Hayward... Um, Marcus Morris, Marcus Horford. Morris, Horford. Yeah. yeah maybe which, maybe Aaron Baines right. in there at How center. Did, like, what, did they just watch a lot of Pistons games? Like, what? Yeah. I mean, look, I'll take... Yeah, I mean, I'll take... You Com- know. competent players. They got Jason Tatum coming off the bench. Tatum, I like a lot. Tatum, um, I mean, I could, I don't, I don't think Tatum could push to start. And they still have Marcus Smart too, right? They do still have Marcus Smart. That's yeah. the only other person I was wondering if they were going to play him over Brown. But Brown's a better defender, yeah, and a better offensive player, yeah. And if you're Marcus Smart, are you like, ah, what the fuck, man? Like, yeah. do you feel? I think. Like- I mean, coming off the bench, if you've got, you've got you know, what? What pick was Marcus Smart? He was like a lottery pick. Yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's just like the. I bet he's not there very long. You know, Mike James style, like tenacious. I know, but Mike James was was Mike James even drafted? I don't know. I would be, I'd be shocked if Marcus Smart is still there after next year. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but he's, you know, they they're they, they got him this year, and then they still have. I mean, they do have that other pick if they if they think they're on the cusp and yeah. some some big name comes out at the end of the. Yeah, they year. could definitely push. I mean, the only thing that's weird is that. It's a completely different lineup. Mm-hmm. Like it from yeah, start to yeah. finish. Like three new pieces. Yeah. Morris. So Horford and Horford, Jalen Brown are the The only ones that are left. Yeah. Yeah. I mean and Horford's l- only been there a year. Right. And Jalen Brown's <laughs> only been there what yeah. two years. So. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Has Jalen Brown been there one year or two years? 
Was he a rookie last year? Was he? He was a rookie last year. I guess he was. So they both been there yeah. yeah, all kinds of experience. But then they got they got you know. Well, they got Brad Stevens. Stevens with Hayward, which is going to help him assimilate that team. Yeah, he's going to like we're taking it back to Butler practice. Mm-hmm. Here we go, Gordon. Take all that gel out of your hair. Let's go. <laughs> um, gel out of your hair. The cocoa butter on your muscles. <laughs> whatever they use, body get butter. Get that stubble off your face. <laughs> Put some zits on there. All right, let's talk about um, Cleveland. Yeah. So Isaiah, mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade, eventually <laughs> seems seems right? likely. Like he's gonna he's gonna stiff Chicago. Well, they're buying him out. Is that a done deal for sure? I, from all for all intents and purposes, looks like they are buying him yeah. out, which doesn't make any so sense. So here's let's let's get into it. So Dwayne Wade. Yep. You know Thompson will start. Kevin Love will start, mm-hmm. and then. J.R. Smith, I guess Wade, before Wade gets there, I guess J.R. Smith. You know, yeah. I mean, he's the only Shumpert, other jumper. Like, yeah, yeah. Who, well, who, those two are like kind of interchangeable. That's the thing. Like, who plays Smith's more of a guard? Who plays the wing for them? Who's the starter on the wing? I guess. Oh God. Um. Like, I, clear, clearly. So you've got. Well, we got LeBron. We're missing LeBron. Well, of course, LeBron. But, yeah. Yeah. So, so Thompson, Love, LeBron. Thomas, well, that's my only question. What I'm, and then Jr. Shumpert. But my question is, whomever is love still there? So here's what I want to happen. Yeah, I so Wade gets bought out. He signs in Cleveland for like ten dollars an hour. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. Flat minimum wage. Right, Seven, like he's working. At, like he's working at Foot Locker. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, because you know the. Bulls just gave him twenty million yeah. to buy him out. No, he's gonna take it. Yeah, I'm and then they now. they trade love. Who do they trade for? They to trade the Knicks love to the Knicks for, for Carmelo. Carmelo. And then like Isaiah Thomas is you know almost Chris Paul. So yeah, like, I guess you know, that's so. Then true. it's like it's like team. Well, wait a minute, team banana boat two point Don't ever count out Daryl Morey. <laughs> you couldn't put you couldn't put it and Harden on the same team. No, they're like the, the exact same player, but they're like five inches apart. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, the only difference is that, is that Chris Paul would pass the ball. Yeah. I don't. I, Isaiah Thomas doesn't know how to pass. No, I don't think any so. of those guys are going to pass. <laughs> LeBron will pass. But. LeBron will pass. Yeah. All right, guys. Form a web around me. I'm going to pass you the ball. It will be fascinating to see if what the oh, could Chris Bosh be like a coach? Yeah. 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 With the uh, with the synergy between Isaiah and LeBron will be like they seem to like each other. They definitely have that history. I know that. Um. We've in the past often laughed at the Isaiah Thomas Kevin Love AAU photo. Oh yes, when, they're chew- <laughs> when one looks like a baby and yeah. the other looks like Kevin Love. Um, <laughs> Kevin so, Love and Webster. Yeah, so there's that. Like there's that aspect, and which you know, there's a lot of the Kevin Love trade talk. That's probably one of the reasons I think he won't get traded at least until the middle of the season, depending on where they're at and where they're going. Um, oh God, I forgot they still have Corver on that team. Oh yeah, Jesus. Yeah, what a nightmare. It's just. Just over there, sitting in the corner, shooting mm-hmm. threes. Um, yeah, I mean, and they still got Richard Jefferson. Oh, do they? Did he stay for another year? I think so. Did the man win it? Didn't he win a national championship with Lute Olson? Wasn't he on that like O two team? What team was he on? It's, it seems likely. I mean, he's he's my <laughs> age, so he would have been twenty two that when, year, right? Yeah. Oh my God, Richard Jefferson. I mean, more power to him. He's still going strong. Uh, is uh, Deontay Jones still on the team? 
<laughs> you mean Ante owns? Because <laughs> he's got no J and no D? Yeah. This is still the best joke you've ever told me. Um, that yeah. joke was originally assigned to Damon Jones. Damon Jones. So it still plays. <laughs> it still plays. It still plays. Yeah, I, I think Boston's feel, I don't, even though they're like a brand new team, don't, I don't know, they just feel like they have more synergy. When you break it down? Yeah. I think they got a better coach. The only question is, though, without question. They I, don't have LeBron. LeBron they, is still. Yeah, but. The trump card. He is the trump card. But, well, I guess the one concern I have is the Celtics are going to have to make up for a lot of scoring. Yeah. Because he scored, I mean, IT scored a lot. Yeah, so you got Kyrie. I mean. You do, but I don't know. I mean, he was one of the most efficient players in modern NBA history. And yeah. so, I don't know. I mean, I what was Gordon Hayward's average last year? He was in the 20s. Right. I guess yeah. those two together. Yeah, and Horford too. I mean, that'll you know, running a, like a Horford Irving pick and roll, yeah, is pretty exciting. Yeah, I don't. I I've always felt this way. There's really nothing about Al, Al Horford that excites me. He's just he's competent, man. He's just like a solid B plus in every area. <laughs> I guess that's true. Like he doesn't take anything off the table. He doesn't. He doesn't bring a ton to it, but you know, he's gonna get out there and he's gonna get you know. Is their defense better? Well, it's not better because they lose. Because they lose Crowder and they lose um, Avery. Yeah. Yeah, their defense has taken a hit. Kyrie Irving's defensive potential, he's never been a great defender, but he's... He's better than he's Isaiah. bigger and you know, stronger than Isaiah. They don't have Isaiah. to hide him. Yeah. Well, that's good. Somebody, I read somebody wrote that like for Isaiah Thomas to become a better defender, somebody would have to give him a broom. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah. Um, I mean, how good of a defender is Muggsy Bogues? Yeah. I can't imagine very good. Muggsy, if you're listening to this podcast, I loved you as a child. Of course. No offense. Um, well, let's talk about the West. Yeah. Like about how none of this matters. Yep. And the Warriors <laughs> are still just going to run through everybody. Well, the Warriors and, you know, you, and Houston's scary. Mm-hmm. The Clippers are not. No. You know, but. I yeah. think the best two teams, Houston and Golden State, are out in the West. Yeah. What about all this? And then I think three and four is probably still Boston, yeah. Cleveland, in some order. What about Washington? I mean, maybe. They're, but now, now if you look at those two teams who've just swapped those players, they are now the most cohesive team in the East. Yeah, might might give them a leg up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, and Milwaukee's lurking Ooh. with their weird arms alignment. All arms, yeah. It's yeah. the. <laughs> They're just called the, the, Mo- yeah, the Milwaukee the, the Red Rover defense. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I mean, there's just you go up, you could get blocked from any part of the court. You could be mm-hmm. dribbling up at half court. You won't even like, know who did it. Is it <laughs> just is, turn around? Is it Delsum from yeah from, from Street Fighter? <laughs> <With Yoga>. the, <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, I, it's crazy to me. But you you have to think that those teams have a leg up because they've stayed their lineups have stayed right. Mm-hmm. They haven't. They haven't switched a lot of players around. I mean, it's not the NFL. Like, I was thinking about that today. You know, like, okay, clearly I clearly the Celtics didn't want to pay Isaiah, mm-hmm. right? And you have something similar with Kirk Cousins, right, with with uh, the Redskins. But they can't just, like, cut him because they still need a quarterback. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. like, they can't trade him because nobody else is going to send their quarterback the other way. And it's like, they're just stuck. They're just stuck. Like you just get stuck in the NFL where in the NBA, it's like, sweet. I'm going to send this guy over here and this guy over here, pick up this guy. And it's like, you have a completely different team. Yeah. This, I mean, this is a bonkers trade. It's this bo- is. No, it's totally bonkers. Yeah. But still like you look at like even our hometown Pistons, like 
we gladly gave up Marcus Morris, who we like a, mm-hmm. as a Detroit Pistons fan. I love Marcus Morris. Um, to get Avery Bradley, because Avery Bradley's upside is incredible. But again, the Celtics just didn't want to pay him. Yeah. You know, and so Danny's, he's very crude. I, I don't know if he's given out a bad contract since he's been there. Gerald Green, maybe, but Ooh, but Gerald even that is even like that, yeah. teeny tiny, you know. Do you see the retiring Pierce's number? Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, hate we, we, about put it. A, we can put a wheelchair icon on there for you. <laughs> <laughs> a little dookie emoji below it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so yeah, crazy stuff in the NBA, like bonkers stuff, and we've all been waiting for it, mm-hmm. and then just live like on a Tuesday night. In August. In August. Poor, poor Zach Lowe hanging out in Croatia. Is he in Croatia? Yeah. What's he doing over there? Just hanging out with his wife's family on oh, vacation. Oh, she's Croatian? Yeah. It's all starting to come together now. Yep. Zach Lowe, mm-hmm. lover of Croatian basketball, I'm sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. time. So there, here's a, okay. So what moves are left before the season starts? Carmelo's off the Knicks? Maybe. Carmelo and D-Wade, the only moves that are left? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear that if D-Wade gets bought out, that he's just going to go to Cleveland, right? Or, I mean, maybe he go back to Miami. I don't know. But No, I don't think, he, I don't think but, he's, I don't uh, know if he's yeah. welcome. Just, no, he's, I don't know. Yeah. No, just he's go, welcome. Go win a title. You think he's welcome back to Miami? I don't know. Hmm. Probably not. I don't think he's allowed to go there anymore. Yeah, he's banned from the state. What do you think Jimmy Butler's doing right now? You think he's like, thank God I'm away from all of that. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. the Eastern Conference... LeBron James, mind you, the Western Conference isn't a cakewalk, but like the Western Conference is just so chill. Mm-hmm. They're just like, yeah, whatever. We'll see what happens. You know, we're like the East. It's just chaotic. Yeah, we do it. The, the crazy thing, the Wiggins firing his agent. Oh, that's with nuts. a max deal on a table. But so is it like the agent? This is a question I have. The, the, the deal got to. Like he isn't he hasn't signed the deal yet. He hasn't right? signed the deal. It's been offered. So why? Like, what's the reason? Like. So he made you a bunch of money, so you got rid of him? Like, I don't Yeah, I'm, and I think the guy, like, I know that the Players Association has some rules about this, like about firing your agent. Like, you have to honor those contracts. Yeah, you would think so. So I think the agent will probably still get his slice. Yeah, it seems um, really shady. Yeah. Do you want to talk about MVP odds for next season? Yeah, let's do it. All right, so Westgate, um, Superbook, brought up the odds. Okay. Who do you think? Give me your top four. Just like in order of who you think is the best odds. Harden, Westbrook, LeBron, KD. Yeah. I mean, close. That would be my order, too. I yeah. Think. yeah. Harden, Westbrook, LeBron, KD would be your order? Yeah. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. Russell Westbrook. Okay. Seven to two. All right. Kevin Durant, four to one. Hmm. Kawhi Leonard. Ah. Six Kawhi. to one. That's the one. Yeah. He That's would, the I would one. put him in fifth. That's the one that I think, like, what do they know? Right? Like, what? Like, I don't know. LeBron, 7-1. to one, Which, he, it doesn't... LeBron's never going to win another MVP, MVP. Yeah. Because everyone's used to it. Like, he's doing he's doing things that nobody else can do, and everyone's like, eh. I've been watching this for 18 years, or however long he's been playing. Uh, Harden, 8-1. to one. Giannis Atentecumpo. Eight to one. Eight to one. And same as Harden. Same See, like, as Harden. Man, Harden at eight to one seems like a good value. I think Harden at eight to one is a good value. I also say Steph Curry at ten to one. 
other another good value there. You can't sleep on Steph Curry. I feel like Harden's game this year, like last year, he averaged thirty and what eleven assists. Yes, close to eleven. Yeah. I feel like that, like he could legit do like thirty four and eight with oh, yeah. Chris Paul. With Chris Paul picking up the, the rock assists. around. Yeah. yeah, I think his points will go up. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, uh, but they got rid. It still hurts my feelings that they got rid of um, Lou Williams. Yeah. Lou Williams is such a good safety valve for him. Like standing in the corner hitting threes. I mean, I don't know. You get you get Chris Paul for it. Yeah. I mean, I, Harden's just going to be running amok, yeah. like Euro stepping without the ball. I know. Like, well, that's the thing is, like, he does like to bring the ball up. Yeah. So, but you're, you're fairly confident they can coexist with no problem. I, I think it'll be pretty interesting. Yeah. And now, I mean, you know, I think that. Harden has played with guys on the level of Chris Paul, like when he sure. played with KD and. I mean, if you can play Russ, Westbrook, right? I guess if you can play Westbrook and co and play well, mm-hmm. like when they were they were on the court together, and when they were, when they were on the court together, they did well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Harden just kind of like a, and that's the other thing is if Harden, you know, Harden brings the ball up and does his like crazy run for the basket. All of a sudden, if you know he draws four dudes, right. To the basket, he, he can, can kick it, it back to Chris Paul, yeah. and Chris Paul have like you know three open shooters, to and, then kick it out to right. Yeah, I mean, well, they they have lined up the team with really good shooters. Yeah, Harden plays basketball like a soccer player. He does. It's really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's all space. Yep. And, I don't know how that game evolved or what it took, but like that he, was. It's funny you mentioned that because that that wild play in in the Spurs series where uh, mm-hmm. where Ginobili Ginobili blocked, blocked him. him from behind. Yeah, it's because like it's they just, were they both play the same game. Yeah, and he knew that. No, trick. that's true. That's and a really he, good point. Yeah, he baited him into yeah. going into that space, thinking that he was clear. Did and, soccer get Ginobili into basketball? I'm know? sure it was part of you know, part of the reason why he's yeah such an agile, beautiful yeah <laughs> old man. Fella. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's. I don't know where and how that game came up came to be for Harden, but it's it's just so cool. He he plays basketball unlike anyone else. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Captain Rigid, Chris Paul coming in, you know, who's still great. Like he's still a great team. I mean, he's the most fun to make fun of because he gets so mad. Yeah. You know? He's like littler than everybody else, but he thinks he's <laughs> the same size. You know, he's like a little brother. Um but I'm intrigued. And I think you're right. I think Harden's odds Take LeBron off the list. I'm always intrigued by Ka- uh, Kawhi. Yeah. Always. Because, again, one day he's going to realize he's the best player in the NBA, and then everyone's dead. Yeah. He'll right? He'll like Average, like, <laughs> three steals, two blocks, and 30 well, points a game. I just still think he doesn't realize he's the best player in the NBA. And it's crazy because when he won that finals MVP, he was clearly the best the best guy in the court. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was better than LeBron. He was. without quite, And LeBron knew it. Sad face LeBron knew that. Mm. Let's transition. Okay. Let's transition to everyone's favorite television show. Oh, yes. Chris, tell me about the Hard Knocks. The Hard Knocks. Uh, so now I've got you com- completely inundated in Hard Knocks. Yeah. I uh, I watched the third episode today. So yeah. we, we usually record on Monday nights, but we pushed it a little bit this week to Wednesday. So we've got two episodes of Hard Knocks to discuss. We do. I know I got it way back. Yeah. What was the big takeaway from? Oh, the uh, the kicker. Kicker battle, was, kicker battle was episode two. Um, I don't know if I still I don't know if I call it a battle because both guys suck. They both suck. Yeah. You know what? Like kudos to uh Roberto Aguero. 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 Yeah. Roberto Aguero. Yeah. Like for him not to say like 
to Jason Licht when he was getting oh. cut, like to be like, "What the fuck did you draft me in the <laughs> second round, anyways? I would have been there in the fifth round, you right? big dummy! Like right? put all that pressure on me." You know, there's a lot to be said because as soon as he got drafted, he started struggling. Yeah, he was the best kicker in college mm-hmm. at Florida State and started struggling, and so much so that he had to go to a sports psychologist. Yeah, and never rebounded. And I think there's a point to that. Like, why did you take him in the second round? One, don't ever take a kicker in the second round. It's never worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Nugent, was he a first-round pick? No. Mm. Second round? I mean, he's the example that everybody points to. Not anymore. Yeah. Sebastian Janikowski. Okay, take Sebastian Janikowski. Yeah. The guy's still kicking. Yeah. Can we talk about that? The guy got caught with, like, blow in a disco in, like, his rookie year, and I'm like, this isn't going well. Like, yeah. this is bad news. And he's going to be in the league for another decade. <laughs> When you Google Mike Nugent, people also search Roberto Goya. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Nugent ver V. Um, he was, oh man, what pick was he? He was second round. Yeah. 47th overall. Agoyo was, sorry, dead air, dead air, was, mm-hmm, 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 there you go. Uh, second round, 59th. So okay. Nugent still worse. Yeah, yeah, Nugent still worse. So, so they cut him. I will say, is even kickers look somewhat athletic? Yeah, Agoyo doesn't look athletic at all. He looks like a soccer player. He does, and he kicks like a soccer player. Yeah, he's like that really short approach. Mm-hmm. But they're at practice, and it's like they're just running him back and forth, and they're both kicking, and they're both missing. Yeah, and they're both kicking. And I think like in the in the preseason game where they decided to cut Agoyo. Wasn't it like Folk made an extra point in a field goal or something? Yeah, uh, he, Roberto, missed, like, hit the post on an extra point and then missed a field goal. So then fast forward, so then they cut him. They do. Which, again, they're bad at cutting people. Before we get too far, uh, Chris Baker, really the star of the third episode, but in the second episode, he's just like, they're in practice, and he's just berating these guys (laughs) from, like, six feet away. (laughs) Uh, Misses. Miss it. This is a, you're gonna miss it. This I is, know it. Well, this is when Chris Baker started to uh, started to really fill the Vince Wilfork yes. shoes. The the, the Vince Wilfork. He's not. Boots. He's not nearly as benevolent no, as Vince Wilfork is. He's just an agent of chaos. <laughs> well, that's what, like, I guess. I guess realistically, he's like he's like nega Vince Wilfork. Yes. You know, like that's the thing. Because Vince Wilfork's just happy. Yeah. You know, and like when he's trash talking, it's really funny. Like. When he's playing basketball, his entire family and it, it Vince, it's Vince Wilfork versus seven people. Right, like, he's just straight turnaround Jays. And... <laughs> and so then you've got Chris Baker, also a defensive tackle, and he is just wreaking havoc on the field. It, like <laughs> they're, they're in a kicking battle, like a serious kicking battle, and they're just allowing him to scream at the kickers yeah. while they're kicking. Only in the NFL, so Agoyo gets cut. Immediately picked up by the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. That that can't be a good sign. Not for uh, not for anyone. Just that the Bears picked anyone up is always a bad sign, right. you know. Um, and then you go fast forward to episode three in their next preseason game, and folks all over the place. Yeah, he makes two kicks in the first half, right, and then misses an extra point. It gets an extra point blocked in the first blocked. half, and then misses a because forty seven because they said it was too low. Yeah. They still don't have a kicker. Yeah, should be fun. I don't know. Yeah. What else do you take away from Tampa Bay? Um, 
What about the? I mean, what about the play of that cornerback? The, the Fleming. Fleming. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. A lot of heart. Oh my god. The guy like is really playing well because. Uh, oh god. I guess we have to talk about this. Brent Grimes. Brent Grimes and his crazy ass wife. Yeah. All right. Let's pause and talk about Brent Grimes for a second. So first, Brent Grimes, who I've never seen without his helmet off <laughs> until this point, is one of those guys like you would never in a million years if you saw him on the street be yep. like professional football player <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you'd be like you like a piano teacher <laughs> he looks like <laughs> <laughs> he's got like the steph curry baby face he yeah. looks a lot younger than he really is right um but he's also he's also it's also widely regarded that he's he's a little nuts yeah like that's always followed him around that he's a little nuts and his wife is completely fucking insane yeah like she's a crazy person. Yeah, the uh, the 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 agreement between them is, is like if you screw up, right? It's not divorce, right? It is murder. <laughs> right. like, that's, <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. And who did Grimes play for last year? Do you know about this story? I don't. Wasn't he there last year or two years ago? Yeah, Miami. Miami. Yes. And they they cut him because his wife was so abrasive. Was like such an abrasive person. Yeah. That they just couldn't put up with it anymore, and they're like, nope. See you later. What's her name? Is it Nico? Oh, Nico. 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 Yeah. I I, I got to get that right. I don't want her coming after me. <laughs> um, Miko. Miko. M-I-K-O. Yeah. Crazy as the day is long. Uh, and then Grimes gets hurt. And like at first I thought he blew out his knee. And he got gashed Oof. with a cleat. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, she takes a photo of it. And she's like examining it. And yeah. I'm just like, oh God. She's just showing it to all the small children <laughs> in practice. Like, check it out. Check out uh, NSFW. Look at this gash. Yeah. So. Which is well, what she said when she. <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop it. That's incredible. <laughs> when he met her at the Tata bar. Oh, geez. Her name's Miko. Miko. It's not. All right. Um, so you go to the game. And they're playing the Jaguars. So like and so they're, I, so they're gonna win. And I watched this game. There's a couple things. We're gonna talk about John Gruden back to back weeks. Oh yeah. I with a little Rex Ryan sprinkled in there. Oh my god. So they walk into the room. <laughs> so before the game they're salt bay a little Rex Ryan they're in there. Interviewing the players. And Jameis walks in and he goes, Rex? <laughs> he's like, What are you doing here? And he's like, Oh, I'm the backup. Yeah. He's like, you doing the sh- the game? And he's like, no, no, I'm the backup, which is completely crazy to me. Like, why is Rex Ryan the backup? I don't know. Then put, put him in the studio. I feel like like the collective NFL media got together like, all right, ESPN, you drew the short straw. <laughs> you get You've Rex Ryan. you got to keep this guy busy <laughs> because if you don't, he's just going to get into fights in Nashville <laughs> with his brother. Oh, man, that fight's insane. <laughs> so- uh, Let's pay him one hundred fifty thousand dollars yep. a year. Yep. You know. You know what you do. You just occupy him with Gruden. Yeah. yeah Gruden occupy anybody. Right. So I'm watching this game because it's preseason. It was whatever. Is it Monday night? Sunday night? Yeah. Monday so, night. Monday night. And I'm watching it, and they. It's John Gruden's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I don't know why I think that's funny. It, well, hold on, because it's going to get funnier. So it's John Gruden's birthday, and they suddenly have like a video montage of all of his kids who are saying like, it's like his youngest son, his middle son, his oldest son. And his youngest son's like teenager, probably in high school, like, hey, happy birthday, dad, blah, 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 blah. 
middle son looks like he's got his stuff together. Hey, dad, happy birthday, blah, 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 blah. And then comes Deuce. He's got a son named Deuce Gruden. Deuce Gruden. John Gruden II. It's pretty good. And he's in a squat rack. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like squatting. And he comes out, he throws it back up, and he steps out, and he's like, happy birthday, dad. And then like, I'm just like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. His son is a professional weightlifter. Oh, cool. And he's also the strength and conditioning coach for some team, for an NFL team. Right on. And he just looks like a pile of steroids. Like he, it's <laughs> dude. He's probably yeah. Google it. He's probably he's like maybe my he's like maybe five nine five ten if that. And he's just like stock built full steroids. It's incredible. Oh, even in a suit, he's dude. Five, he's five six. Five is he really? Yeah. Oh my god. Good lord. <laughs> I can't even handle this. <laughs> Did you find the photo where he's next to the self-defense dummy? Uh, Keep going. You'll see it. <laughs> oh, Deuce Gruden. Deuce Gruden. <laughs> All the descriptions of pictures like, John Gruden's son is yoked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's... <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. He looks like a self-defense dummy. He's with the Redskins because he's with uh, Jay Gruden. Yes. And so the, all this happens, and Gruden is, Gruden is tearing up and crying on on on, t- and he's like, kind of crying. He can't, he's like fighting it back, but he's like holding on to the monitor, like holding himself up. And he's like, I just wasn't ready for that, you know. And I'm just like, God damn you, crazy! Enough to make me want to be coach again, <laughs> but not really. But maybe. But what do you think? <laughs> it's the eternal struggle. Yeah. Okay. Only whereas Rex Ryan is openly like. If I had a quarterback like you. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck when, all them quarterbacks when I had. When they're talking, like he, dude. Gruden does a little bit of that, that too, but Rex well, really. Uh, he won a Super Bowl with Brad Johnson, though. Yeah. I would take Brad Johnson over the crap heap that Rex Ryan has had. Yeah. You know, the butt fumble. The butt fumble alone just completely erases that. <laughs> That's true. So Wait a minute. No sympathy for Rex Ryan. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. No. Then. They had, and they almost beat the the Patriots that one when he was the Ravens defensive coordinator. Yes, and it was like the Ravens were at their height and the Patriots were at their height. It was like raining outside and they were going head to head on Monday Night Football, and the the fucking Ravens stop the Patriots and Rex Ryan had called a timeout from the sideline, which you're not even allowed to do right. <laughs> as a defensive coordinator. Rex. I don't know who made that guy head coach. So, um. Because Brent Grimes can't play, this kid Fleming's in. And the, you know, like early on in the game, the Bucks kind of manhandled the uh, Jaguars. And then a more competent quarterback came in. Their third stringer, I'm like, this guy's the best quarterback they got. Yeah. Like, this guy's incredible. The guy after Henny and Bortles. Right. He's out there just slinging Lots of it. love to Chad Henny, but. Oh, God. I, I knew Chad Henny would suck when he was in college. Yeah. He just didn't do enough for me in college. He had that stupid tattoo. I just hate, I, I didn't like Chad Henny. Hated him. So they're driving down the field and they're just screaming from the sideline, from Tampa Bay sidelines, hold up. And they got uh, Riley Bull out there mm-hmm. who's just like screaming his head off. Yeah. And like as they're nearing the end zone, Fleming gets rolled up and he immediately like grabs his knee and he's like, oh, my knee, my knee, my knee. 
And the trainers are like, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "Yep, I'm fine." And then when his teammates are talking to him, he's like, "Oh, goddamn it!" Clearly like, he's not just, fine. He's just like screaming in agony when talking to his teammates. But then when he's talking to the trainers, he's like, "Yep, good, good to go." And that to me, like, I paused. I literally paused it, and I was like, "This is what happens." Every like, you talk about concussions, anything. Sidelines perfectly okay on the yeah. field, just screaming their heads off. Yeah. So he's in there. He stays in. Plays really good defense. Yeah, for, gets all, burned a few times. Well, all things considered, yeah, like he, you know, yeah, I think he caught a couple of balls on him, but he still tackled him. Um, but also hit some shutdown plays. And then the last play, they're at the goal line. Jacksonville hikes the ball, and they throw a fade route, and he just covers it up, like knocks it out of bounds. It's incredible. And then he's just screaming. <laughs> yes. Um. He ends up getting put on the pup list. Mm-hmm. I I wouldn't let that kid go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's figure out figure out a way to get him healthy. And he and... had the he had the feel good story where he's there at seven a.m. every day, right? Like cutting it up. For, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, something. I, like, oh, I got to get one of those ladder things. I love the ladder thing. Yeah. But you know what it took the place of was the ropes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever run ropes before. Never did. You know, it's a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's an abomination. It doesn't make any sense. That's you just you just falling all over yourself. Well, it doesn't make any sense because nobody runs like that. Yeah. Nobody like chops their legs really high. I would always say that when we were in high school. I'm like, who the fuck run who runs like this? Like what what is this test? <laughs> like how quickly you can get up from the ropes when you when you eat you shit? <laughs> and you and you fall into the ass of the guy in right. front of you, and then the guy behind you falls on top of you. It's just a human set of <laughs> football players. It's definitely a human centipede situation. Um, so, Hard Knocks is great. It is. And in this episode, you know, again, not not Vince Wilfork, but close. Yeah. Both play defensive line. Um, what's his name again? Chris Baker. Chris Baker, thank you. Yeah. Baker humps a tree. Humps a tree. Right, I mean, he's full of snow cone and wings, so like anything he goes was. at that point. He was, he was, he was chock full of snow cones and wings. Gerald McCoy, he's so- solid, solid dude. Move higher in the food trucks. Well, let's, but let's be honest. Let's get to the bottom of it. He said it because he didn't want to eat the food they had last time. Right, and he didn't want to wait in a line. He either. didn't want to he wait wanted, in a line. He wanted better food, and he didn't want to yeah. wait too long. I respect the hell out of it. So um, my question is: was that, Were they eating that food before the the game, or was that no? Is that the day before? I have a feeling. Good, good question. Because oh yeah, because after they had that lunch, they had the walk through, which was probably the night before. Yeah. the game. So realistically, right. it was probably like a two days situation. Yeah, because generally during two days, you have your morning practice, and then you gorge on food. Yeah, which is always a bad idea. And then you go back out and you feel terrible. And you vomit. Everywhere. And so I was waiting for them to go back out in the field. Then they went through the walkthrough. Yeah. So, yeah. They probably usually eat okay food in between. Uh, and then Chris Baker, they're at the game. And Gerald McCoy <laughs> pulls out a styrofoam container. And inside of it is a single hot, single dog. hot dog. You know where he got the hot dog. They, oh, got, yeah. they got him the in the back. They got him in the back. For the doctors. They got him in the back for the yeah. doctors, which you, is why. You just got to know where they are. <laughs> what Fitzgerald said that? Yeah. Fitzpatrick? Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick said that? Yeah, man. He went to Harvard. He knows. He, he knows this stuff. I got to tell you what. He's also a gem. He really is. You know, like when he's sitting next. I don't know if he's sitting next to Jameis. Kind of razzing him for Jameis's pregame rhyme. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, went on a little too long. A couple bars too long. <laughs> And he's just got that gigantic beard, yeah. and he's just like laughing. I'm surprised. Like, 
I've seen him do it. I've seen him put his helmet on and like strap this chin strap, but it's still sort of baffling to me. Can't feel great. <laughs> well, there's also the thing that last year, two years ago, he also had the gigantic head of hair. Yeah. And so he had a beard on top of his head and then a beard <laughs> on the bottom of his head. <laughs> beard sandwich. I don't know. It's just so clear that he's such a bad quarterback, though. Like they show him practice that he's like missing throws and they and then they're like, come on. And he's like, meh. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, league minimum. You kidding me? Yeah. You gonna put the Hawaiian guy in? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I I gotta say, Sifo is Sifo and something like that. Yeah, he. Uh, it's not the sharpest <laughs> <laughs> sharpest knife in the drawer. Oh, okay. Who's dumber, him or Jared Goff? Oh, you know, I don't. I I I didn't really dig into last oh. year, so I never got to see. But you still saw the one scene. Yeah. Doesn't know doesn't know where the sun rises and sets. Yeah, they're both they're both a special kind of. <laughs> and, and I guess it's like they're like I'm they're falling into, like the football player stereotype. Yeah, is dumb. Yeah, to begin with. Right. But then there's the quarterback stereotype, mm-hmm. which is like the the brain leading. Right. The dumb dudes. What about? But most it seems like a lot of the really good players are. If not like an intellectual brand of intelligence, oh, yeah. like a social intelligence, mm-hmm. or like they're all like, I feel like to be good at football, yeah, you there's a charisma that's mm-hmm. part of that, and I and like that charisma is probably a symptom of the confidence you need to have, yeah, to be that good. I don't know that Lawrence Taylor could like do math equations, right? But he knew where to be and when to be there. Yeah, yeah, and he could probably like. Sell you a car. Yeah, like, oh, he, can t- he can talk you in anything. Scare you into a Whereas, car. You know. Do you think Charles Haley? I'd probably just put some cocaine in your hand and be like, <laughs> "Listen, man, let's just let's just stop fighting." I know I'm naked. <laughs> this would be a lot easier for everybody if you just do this pile of blow in my hands. <laughs> All right, see you later, Charles. Haley. Do you think he could just like make it appear? Like he just oh. sprinkle his fingers. Oh yeah, Graham, Captain Cocaine. Yeah. Um. So, there's the play. So, Winston, a couple things about Winston. Deshaun Jackson did not know the playbook. Yeah. I, that's what I took away the most. As they're going through it, and Deshaun's like, no, uh, they're like, what play are we running? He's like, uh, you know, like he had no idea what was going on. Yeah, I'm not super impressed with Deshaun Jackson no. in here. And I am impressed with uh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Mike Evans is great. Yeah. No, but Deshaun Jackson, he's just going to. At some point, he's gonna be running forty-five years yards down the field, completely unguarded, catch a touchdown, and you'd be like, "Yeah, yep." Well, you saw it like they they you know they ran a reverse with him in mm-hmm. the second game, and it's just like, "What do you do?" Right? What do you you know? It's true. What about when him and Mike Evans were catching the ball over each other? Yeah. What do you think about that? It's drill? Pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. And then my- <laughs> I mean, my my takeaway from Hard Knocks every time is like, man, I just like. I just want to practice. I know. I would like two hours a day. I know. Why can't we find like 50 dudes? You know what the downside of practice is though? It, you're just standing around a lot. Yeah. In like a bunch of gear and it's heavy. And then you get to do a little bit of work and then you got to go back. And you stand and sweat. Yeah. Because they're condensing all the fun stuff. Right. Where realistically you're just getting yelled at 90% of the time. Hmm. But the fun stuff does look fun. Yeah. And then they're catching the ball over. So then, like, Mike Evans, whenever the ball's getting near him, Deshaun Jackson keeps ducking. Yeah. Evans is like, I'm not going to let it hit you, man. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, and he's like. I'm a giant man. Yeah. And then, he, then he's, like, kind of trying to let it hit him. You know? Like, it's really fun. So there's a part where he's teaching Deshaun Jackson the playbook. 
And I don't really know what they were doing. They're in the hotel room. So that was Deshaun Jackson and then the rookie OJ Howard? Back. Oh, no. The running back. Yeah. Yes, the, the Snoop Dogg. Um, yeah. Coach Snoop's yes. running back. Yeah. And he's calling plays. And is he just, was he testing on like where they should be? I think he's calling a play and then he's talking like he. Oh, he, what the adjustment is? What the adjustment is. That's what it was. Yes. But then they were going through the motions. Yeah. Because he's like, all right, let's stand up and do it. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you can't actually. Yeah. <laughs> it was real boxy. <laughs> they were like square dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then they get to the game and Jameis looks pretty good. And then there's the play was, when they're on the goal line. Yeah. And he's getting pulled down and he literally throws the ball from his ass. But he got, he got bailed out, right? That was, they said he, he was down by contact. He did. Yeah. But Chris, that's not the point. No. Because. Non-cool Pete Carroll. Non-cool Pete Carroll. Holy shit, Dirk Cotter was fired up. And I would be, too. He's just like, God damn it. What, you do this all the time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're better than this. You're better than this. This is what you do. But this is Jameis Winston. He he makes incredible plays. If I had to pick him or Marcus Mariota, I'd take Mariota any day of the week. Because Mar- Mariota just doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. I mean, he th- may throw some picks. But it's because I think he's still learning the NFL and all that stuff. Jameis has said some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And on that play, you could see all the frustration in Dirk Cotter's face and his goddamn orange glasses. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that, yeah, three episodes in, the the Bucks seem to have a wild amount of talent on their oh, team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and especially on offense. Yep. You know, we haven't heard much about their line or their tight ends. Uh, Ali Marpet's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a good line. Yeah. Yeah. But tight end, they O.J. Howard. Yeah. And then Doug. Doug Martin. Doug Martin. Coming. That stupid electronic skateboard. Where are you going, Doug Martin? Just riding it around the neighborhood? Yeah. There's a lot of things that I have to dissect. Like, that guy get busted for drugs? That guy? Like, He's the most uncool sounding person I've ever. Doug Martin. Doug Martin. <laughs> hey man, I want to buy some weed from you. First, what's your name? Uh, it's Doug Martin. All right, get out of here, Doug. Get out of here, get out of here yeah. cop. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the first thing everyone would be like. You're a cop. Yeah. You cop, cop name. You a cop. Cop name. Cop name. Cop face. Cop body. Mm-hmm. Um. So he's spent four games. Uh three. The three to start. I think he served the last game oh, last season. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's good, though. Mm-hmm. He's a good player. But he, like, checked into rehab. I don't know. He's a guy to check into rehab. I'm like, who the fuck? Who goes? Who has to go to rehab for weed? I guess it's mandatory. Yeah, I think that's... What, are they weaning you off of it? Like, it... <laughs> I just don't understand it. Stop <laughs> watching PCU. <laughs> we don't have ho-hos here. Yes. You degenerate. If, half, if Half-Baked comes on Comedy Central in the middle of the day, <laughs> here's a number you can call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop watching PC is my favorite. South Park is not allowed here at the facility. Um, so that's good so far. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I I did think it was weird that Ali Marpet, who's a giant of a human, like goes to like the serene spot in some bay and plays the ukulele. Yeah, yeah this is interesting. Yeah, and then good him, for him. What were him and the offensive lineman singing? Uh, I will survive. Yeah. <laughs> and then they immediately forgot the lyrics. <laughs> at first, I was afraid. And they're looking at each other and like, oh, that's enough. You get the idea. 
We're not rookies anymore. All right, so let's do it. Every week I'm going to ask you. Yeah. Where does it rank? Okay. If Hard Knocks, Houston Texans is a 10. Mm-hmm. Hard Knocks, LA Rams is a zero. Yes. Because you made it through like one episode. Yeah, I was like, nah. Where are we at? I give this one like a solid seven. Who's your favorite? I like Gerald McCoy. Yep. Quite a bit. Yep. Um, I don't think that Jameis Winston's that interesting. No, I agree. I mean, he's it's fascinating to watch him like work out and do athletic things. Right. Um, but there's a there's a level to his bombast that, like, while it's charming, you feel like it's a, he's shining it on a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah, I'd like to Just see be him. a human being. Yeah. He can't be like that all the time. You said it last episode. It'd be too exhausting. Right. But he is like, he seems like he's like that all the time. I don't know. He didn't seem that crazy when he was at his the house he grew up in. Yeah. But when he seemed like a normal dude, except for like, don't go stand where the pee spot is. Like, that was the <laughs> one thing. Um, that being said, I'm, I'm rooting for him. Like the, the thing about Hard Knocks is like, I always judge the the success of the show by how much I care mm-hmm. for the team. And this is a team. I, this I, is why I, Houston was a 10. Yeah. Yeah. This, I, I enjoy, I enjoy this team. I, I would like to know more about Dirk Cutter. So would I. Yeah. I mean, they, they don't the, really dig into Dirk Cutter. The Bill now. O'Brien family life thing was fascinating. And yeah. obviously he has a special needs yes. son that like, but tip pushes it. But hold to on. 11. There's that. There's yes. There's a family thing. There's just Bill O'Brien being Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Like, I'll get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. just screaming his head off. It's my favorite thing. I love him. I feel like he's... That, or when he cuts... I'll never forget this. When he tells... When he tells Mallet he's going to be the backup. Yeah. And he's walking down the hall. And he just keeps, like, tugging at his pants. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? I can't watch that guy do anything. And you know, on the the Dirk Cutter, Cutter but Cutter's thing, like, like he's not, he's terrible at cutting players. It is <laughs> it is just it's awful. brutal. It's brutal. Like I, I feel you well, know. Well, then he then he essentially cuts Fleming, mm-hmm. but Fleming isn't cut. He's on the pup list, right? So like, why did he treat that guy like he cut him, but he treats everyone and he got hurt and he treats everyone else like they're his son or something? Yeah, yeah, it's really weird. It's a medical thing. It's not your fault. Like it's never, it's never, never their, their fault. fault. And like never that'll be fault. interesting. Like I'm, I'm sure we get on cut day. Yeah, next oh. week will probably be cut day, or maybe week week five. Will I can't be, wait. Will be cut day. It'll be interesting to see if he can just say like, you know what? Thanks mm-hmm. for being here. We appreciate your effort. Yeah. You're not NFL ready, right? O'Brien's been the best so far. Yeah. Uh, even when he cut the little receiver, you know, mm-hmm. like remember that guy? Yes, really big guy, little yep. receiver, and he's like. O'Brien's like, you know what? It's just not going to work out. Don't quite have what we're looking for. Right? Which is totally fair because he was not fast enough, not big enough. But I'll tell you what. You want to coach someday, I'll give you a recommendation. Mm-hmm. Like, that's good. That's a good way to do it. Right. Because then the guy's not thinking like, well, I didn't do anything wrong or I didn't have the intangibles. That, guy just, that guy's just a dick. Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen to Cutter. Mm-hmm. They're just going to think he's a dick. When you're not saying like, hey, man. Yeah, giving them the shit sandwich. Right. Don't give them the shit sandwich. Right. Tell them they're fucking slow. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It's a profession. Yeah. They can't get faster, so they'll figure it out. They'll figure something out. And you got to think for... So if you got 90 guys in camp... Yep. And 37 of them are going to get cut. hmm You have to think that like all 
but the the last five mm-hmm. know they're gonna get cut. Yeah. Right? I yeah. Like there can there there's probably four or five guys. Well, that's usually how it plays out. Yeah. Who, who are, you know borderline. Yeah. Is there there's nobody that's jumped out yet that's a border it, Fleming was the only one. Fleming, I think Riley Oh, Riley Bullock. Riley Bullock is making the team. So, I mean, he'll be a he'll be a special teamer. teamer. You know, you take that guy as a special teamer any day of the week. Mm -hmm. He's he's competent as a linebacker. He clearly knows the system. He's confident in what he does. He never stops talking. Reminds me of Ray Lewis, which I like. And you know, he's just a monster on special teams. No way they cut that guy. If they cut that guy, I'll I'll call Bob Quinn from the Lions myself. Listen. Quinn, you watching this? You watching this get show? Him. Get him. Get him. Yeah, don't put down Matthew Stafford's contract. Go get Riley Bola. <laughs> All right? Let's talk about players that matter here. Yes. Uh, Stafford redeemed himself. Yeah. My boy Rudock didn't have the best game. Yeah. I'm still not taking it back. Sure. I'm not walking it back. I'm, I'm, I'm with talk, you. Talking to you, B. White. You know what's going on. My buddy B. White. <laughs> Biggest Stafford apologist on the planet. All right. One more thing we're going to talk about. Yes. There are a couple things, but we're going to narrow it down. If I'm a nukes. <laughs> this is it. This is the last thing. Chris, let's talk about Robert Lee. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we talked about our hero of the week. And really it was heroes, right? Hard knocks, NBA offseason trades. Let's talk about our heel of the week. Our heel of the week is ESPN. ESPN. Okay. Chris, what do you know about Robert Lee? Well, which one? <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with the sportscaster. Uh, I know that there is a, an ESPN sportscaster named Robert Lee, and I believe he is Asian American. He is. He he is the um, play-by-play voice of Siena College okay. in uh, Loudonville, New York. Mm-hmm. And he was set to call the season opener for the University of Virginia. And ESPN, they pumped the brakes. Well. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. Here's a, here's a question. <laughs> okay. I don't agree with their decision. Oh, no, either do I. <laughs> but how much irony is too much irony? <laughs> well, why not let it just be? <laughs> why not let it just be ironic? Right. Like, if the guy's already in place, you, you just go. You know, like, the amount of people are like, I can't believe ESPN let Robert Lee call that game. Like, do you even take their like their comment into consideration? No, because, like, <laughs> never, never in a million years, like, would I, maybe I'd chuckle. Right. I'd be like, oh, this is funny. Right. Like, what a, what a, what, like, in all the madness going on around us all the time. You almost kind of need it. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's all Gamble's humor. Like, like you need yeah, it. Yeah, that's that win one for the good guys right there. You call that game, Robert Lee, in Charlottesville. Yeah, use a southern voice. Yeah, do yeah. what you, do what you want. <laughs> Show up in a full Confederate regalia, <laughs> epaulets, you name it. But don't really do that. But the but like the ultimate the ultimate irony or or, or thing about it is that. There's two Robert E. Lees, or two, <laughs> two, two Robert, Robert Lees, Lees, a Robert E. Lee and a Robert Lee in place here. And the Robert E. Lee, huge loser. Yeah. Big time loser. Yeah, totally. Lo- you know, lost a rebellion. <laughs> he's sitting lost in, he's sitting up there and, you know, 
Confederate soldier heaven or hell or just hanging out in his grave, and he's just like, got him. <laughs> <laughs> we call that we call that the slow play where I came from. Yeah, oh. one hundred and sixty years later, <laughs> zing. <laughs> Put my statue back up. Uh, the South will rise. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. A, a media organization, to do, especially one as big as ESPN. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's just the the person who had who has that dis- made that decision is probably a really effective network executive, right? Who had his sense of humor surgically removed <laughs> shortly after college. <laughs> oh, well, our reports are telling us this could be bad yeah. for viewing. It's his name. <laughs> Come on. Like, he was born with it. Yeah. It's like, it's like he adopted the name Robert Lee <laughs> to make a point or take a stand. I don't know what the arguments have been. So, yeah, to, <laughs> to wrap it up. Um, he's been he's been moved, by the way, to the Youngstown State pick game. Right, it's a safe safe, safe game. <laughs> he's moving to, up to Ohio. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's the funniest thing. You're going to be calling games in Maine from now on. We're going to get you as far north as possible. You know where the Mason Dixon lines yeah. at? You're north of that. You're never seeing it. <laughs> he's an Asian American. <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> I feel like we're towing the line here. It's all right. It's I'm uh, sorry. We're look. At least we're willing to talk about it. ESPN. Yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> it's my favorite. I mean, it's my favorite. It's my most favorite non-favorite thing of the week. Yeah. Um, thanks for being our heel yet again, ESPN. We appreciate it's, it. It's perfect. Uh, all right. <laughs> and with that, uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us. But before we get out of here, Chris, where can people find us? Yeah, our website, saluteyoursports.net. Find us on Facebook at Salute Your Sports. Give us a like there. Twitter handle at Salute Your Pod, and you can find this podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. And with that, we salute you. (laughs) Chris Baker. It's Chris Baker. It's Chris Baker. It's definitely Chris Baker. Gentlemen, to Weevil.